0: Hi, Ronnie.
1: Good morning, Tracy. How I are haven't you?
0: seen you in so long. <laughs> so great to see you. We've been missing each other.
1: We have. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah.
0: yeah. So weird. I know this is all recorded, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I am was going to, I keep meaning to email you and haven't done it. So here you are. <laughs> great. I'm glad. Hi, Sandy. <laughs>
1: Hi, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sandy.
2: Mm-hmm. Hi. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to be invisible for a little bit. Okay.
1: No, pro- no problem. We're just glad you're here.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm glad you are
2: here, too.
3: <laughs> Thank
2: you. <laughs> hmm.
1: Should we pray in, do you think, or wait? or? I think we should pray in. Okay. Who wants to pray in? Do you want to, Ronnie? Want I would to? be happy to, okay. unless you want to.
0: I'm fine with you doing it. It's great. Either way is good.
1: Hmm. So let's just take a few deep breaths and sink into the stillness of God's love. God's peace and God's joy. We take a breath of love and gratitude and partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We are so grateful to come together where two or more are gathered and to know that Spirit is here with us, guiding us, We're grateful for all our brothers and sisters who are here today and all those that will listen afterwards. We're grateful to be able to see each other as our true self. We see each other as perfect, whole, and complete. No judgments. We hold each other in our hearts. We show each other that we love each other. We're here for each other. We support each other even if we do not speak the words. Mm. We're grateful that we're part of this beautiful community. We're grateful that we travel this path together, that we're here in this moment, on this path, heading home. (sighs) We're grateful that we will be able to share our breakthroughs, Our breakdowns, our joys, our laughter, our sadness. And know that we are all still okay no matter where we're at. And wherever we're at is where we're meant to be. We're right where we're supposed to be on our journey. And we share all the benefits of our healing, All our joys, all our laughter, all our breakthroughs, all our breakdowns, with all our brothers and sisters. Because we are one. One in love and one in God. With deep and abiding love and gratitude. Amen. 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 thank you Ronnie. you're thank welcome you, Ronnie. my pleasure more people showed up hi hi hey. good morning hi Scott hi Red hi Rico hi Rico and Rand
4: Ronnie that was beautiful
1: thank you well
3: well beautiful prayer.
1: Mm, thank you
3: beautiful right from the heart Uh
1: mm-hmm. huh. yes yes I can always tell when I'm praying if my prayer is coming from ego <laughs> or if it's coming from spirit, and that one really felt like it came from spirit. That spirit gave me the words.
5: Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm having trouble with something. Can you guys help me? I can't hear you. You're muted. We will.
1: Okay.
5: okay. Um, so I'm sorry. I just got a call. Are right. Are you still there? We're still there. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I just got a call. The second. Um. So um. I'm having uh, I'm having trouble forgiving something, and I'm holding a grudge. And um. Mm-hmm.
0: Scott, do you know that we can't see you? No. no we can't see you. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Might help us help you to see you. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> He's gone invisible though. There he is. There okay. you are. Okay. When
5: when I got the phone call it it uh, I'm yeah. I'm using my phone, so when I got the phone call it stopped the video. Okay. Anyway, um I'm holding a little grudge over something and um the situation is um my parents are going to see my, my cousin Chloe uh, for her birthday. And, um, they invited me and it, it brought up something that had happened, um, a few years ago, um, where, um, I had just come back, um, long story short, basically, um, I felt like humiliated that, um, I had just come I was away overseas in Taiwan for my birthday and um, my parents asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday and we made plans what, what to do. And then they were changed. And last minute we were going to see my cousin Chloe and they hadn't told her anything about my birthday. So we didn't go out for my birthday then, which I understood. But what the hurtful thing was that, you know, I, I mentioned that, you know, it was my birthday 10 years ago and they were totally silent. Like they didn't, my uncle and my, um, cousin, Chloe, they didn't say anything. And then a minute later they said something about my wife had had graduated or something and they toasted her, but they didn't toast me. And I didn't ask them to pay for me or take me out for my birthday or anything. But the fact that they didn't even say happy birthday, you know, um, I thought I had forgiven the whole thing, but then when my parents asked me to go take my cousin out, I'm like, it brought the whole thing up, and the thing is right now, they're taking her out, you know, at one um, o'clock, 45 minutes from now, depending what time zone you're in, but, um, you know, in in about 45 minutes, so... I felt so humiliated by the whole uh situation. And on top of that, like my dad was sort of rubbing it in. Like he said, oh, didn't other people take you out already? And like, I'm like, yeah, but you guys, my own family didn't take me out. And like a week later, my dad and my mom took me out, but my uncle and my uh, cousin didn't take me out. So I don't know. Am I saying the situation clearly? Mm-hmm. So I was at a restaurant three years ago and um. And I know we hadn't taken it was the purpose wasn't to take me out for my birthday. But when they mentioned it was my birthday and my aunt and when my cousin and my uncle didn't say anything, I felt hurt. And now I don't I just and now I feel weird, like I feel like petty to bring this up. And I feel like it's an obligation to go. But I just don't feel like I just don't know what to do. Okay, that's
3: it. Oh. Scott, can I share what I do in those situations? And they do come up for me too, so don't feel alone at all.
5: Uh, right. Yes.
3: I write a little mini forgiveness letter you know, using the little format. Instead of writing a paragraph on each item, I just uh-huh. write one sentence. And I make that one sentence be... Right to the point. And um, I noticed that it clears the air a lot for me a lot to do that. Even, a, uh, you know, it's not like I'm going to spend an hour on it. I mean, we may spend 15 minutes or 10 minutes on that forgiveness letter. It's one line per, you know, out of the book. You know, I don't know what page it is in your book, the forgiveness letter template, but I just do a one liner on each one of them. And I feel relief. I feel a weight lifted for me, and um, if I had to do a whole real forgiveness letter, it would be just too big, too much pressure, um, but if I write that little one, uh, it helps. I mean, it's, and you know, maybe I'll go back later and do a paragraph on something, but right now, one letter, when I'm feeling it, you know, one line per question really really helps me a lot so just that's sharing you how i've been doing it. my little shortcut that helps me get through my day yeah
5: okay a mini forgiveness letter yes
3: we'll call it a, we'll call it a mini quick you know a 15 minute forgiveness letter you can whip one out you know i just talk it into my phone i use the the talking portion i just talk it right in don't have to type it or anything. And my heart feels lighter and clearer. I've left something behind. Maybe not everything, but mm-hmm. um, dang, you know, <laughs> it really helps. So, and, I, and the idea is not to make it such a production that you have to sit down for a, planning for an hour. You just do it real quick, knowing that it's going to get maybe 90% of the issue and you're going to feel
5: better. And you carry on and go from there. Right. I mean, whether whether I go to, the, to her birthday or not, I, 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 it would help me to be free just to forgive. Oh, either way. exactly. Um, yeah. Regardless of what
3: you do as right. far as going to party or not, out right. a 10 minute, even if you do a 10 minute one or even a five minute one, just bang, 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 bang. You know, don't think too much. Just whatever comes out using your uh, I use the voice because I can't type at all anymore. Right. Typing is one finger at a time. So I just vocalize it in, and I feel lighter. Mm-hmm. So they're just one little quick tool.
5: Just wanted to share okay. that. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. And what makes the situation more complicated is that um, they might invite my um, they might invite my my wife, who I'm trying to divorce, and it's just it's making it too many buttons more, being pushed. more complicated. Yeah. yeah. So it's making it more complicated, but. I'm I'm gonna keep with one thing. Just write a forgiveness letter about what happened a few years ago, and many forgiveness letters. Yeah, many forgiveness. Many many quick ones. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. that way it doesn't seem so overwhelming.
3: Yeah, chunk it. The idea is just do a, you know, make it small, little, and quick, and you won't have any. Your ego won't have an opportunity to sabotage it. The idea is, it's just oh, it's so quick. I can do it real quick. Boom, boom, bang.
5: Okay, great. Thank you. Thank All you. Right.
1: Thanks. I have a hurt that's lasted a very long time that I'm still dealing with. And uh, it flares up every once in a while. and um, yesterday it was there. And what I did was uh, sit with it and ask spirit to help me see it differently and i was starting to meditate and trying to see it differently and asking spirit about it and <laughs> i i reached for my phone cuz i was going to type a text to them <laughs> and then question question it i want to know why and I was so surprised. I was able to put my phone back down and sink back into finding a peaceful heart. And then I took out my 75-day prayer that I've been working on, and I took a section of it. And I took the focus off them totally and put it back on myself. And there's a section in in my 75-day prayer that says, I'm willing and help me to be... More loving and I did each word at a time and I let the word sink in and it was all about coming back to myself and asking myself how can I be more loving kind com- patient compassionate and I would pause in between each one of those words and I um, I have a whole there's a whole list of them I must have 12 words there but they're all about love there's forgiving being more forgiving uh, being more respectful more honest and I noticed that uh, a couple of the words I could really feel a shift when I said them and that was forgiving was one of them and the other one was honest and so I realized uh, so I started started looking at questioning those two words and, and really uh, why I'm having troubles forgiving that. Why I can't? Who do I need to forgive? Myself, them, and realizing yeah, there's pro- it's probably both that I I need to still work on forgiving. And I have spent a lot of time <laughs> forgiving that particular thing, but I also ask spirit what I should say, and what I do, and I would be asking spirit, should I go to the, to the luncheon, and I'll uh, let him guide me, and if, if he's telling me yes to go, maybe he tells you no, to then ask, what should I say, uh, what should I say, and how should I say it, and usually it's, Let it begin with me. That's the first thing that comes out when I'm walking into a place, a situation. It's let it begin with me. Spirit, what should, usually it's should I speak? If so, what should I say and how should I say it? And then have the trust and faith that I'm going to be guided to what to say and how to say it. And I'm also going to be at peace with it all. I hope that helps.
5: Yes. And and, and that reminds me, too, that um, to write a, a mini-forgiveness letter to, to myself as well.
3: Yeah, all forgiveness is
5: self-forgiveness. In right. <laughs> right. Because I, I think I'm mad at myself for not being clear, you know, at that situation, just saying, hey, can you just – everyone just take me out for my birthday – and so, since I wasn't clear, I think it created that situation. Which, um, uh, so I, I really need to forgive my my um, self for that.
1: People can't. I find that people can't read my mind. That I need to let them know what I want. Right. I would really if, if I really like I want something that I'll speak up and say I would really like to do this
5: mm-hmm. yeah what made it more complicated was we had a one plan and then the plan changed and it, it made the situation more awkward originally we were going to take my me out like two weeks, like in two weeks, but then, then last minute, they said, Oh, my cousin was coming over. And so that it made the whole thing more complicated. But yeah, I'm I'm still, yes. Yes. Being clear would be very helpful.
0: That was so beautiful. Both of you shared. I'm learning so much. Um, So I'll I'll put in a little bit of how I am helped in these types of situations. Um, First of all, I had an awareness within the past week or so. Um, One of the things that I'm pained by in my own life is when I'll become, like, irritable with somebody. And often it's with, like, somebody I really care about, and it it just happens, like, in in, an instant. And then I just... Immediately, I feel so disappointed in myself, you know. I mean, I want to be loving and I have this flare of irritation. And so I've been kind of doing what Ronnie said, like looking inside, what's this about? You know, I, um, I don't like it. And, um, it's, it's not, that's not of God. And, um, so anyway, what, what I, what I came to in my, um, Asking the Holy Spirit to help me understand what that was about is an awareness that um, a lot of times for me, at least part of what that's about is that kind of like what you just described, Scott, when I'm in a situation where I'm confronted with something and I just don't know how to respond in the way that I know is highest and best, because I'm in this, I'm changing, you know, I'm growing and and I'm awkward. I'm, I'm like a kid who's learning how to walk. I mean, like I fall down and and i and and then that i want myself to be perfect i want to be able to just be able to be in ease and grace and know exactly what to say and say it in this loving and kind and peaceful way and and I don't I don't know how to do that yet I get all boggled and and I think my irritation's at me it's like I'm just so mm, I'm just so uncomfortable with like I'm out of the old but I don't know how to do the new yet and um and I'm projecting onto the other person you know that I'm irritated with them but really I'm irritated with me and my process and anyway that's a little bit helpful for me and I don't know if that will in terms of um, there's a place for self-forgiveness there, right? I mean, usually my irritation is also because the other person isn't behaving exactly how I want them to. Um, so, so there's that too. But then I'm also just becoming more aware I'm also not behaving how I want to behave in the whole thing I'm just very frustrated with instead of um, uh, just being able to love us and accept us both in our imperfection and, know that we're doing our best and getting there Um, but I think just to appreciate in my human situations like like even with my siblings this has helped me I'm like oh maybe that's what's going on with my brother I mean he'll have these responses to me that for me feel so strong I mean it feels like the the word I would use is it feels like disdain towards me okay (laughs) intense negative but when I realized this about myself I thought that is probably part of what my brother might be experiencing too. Um, I mean, here I am, I'm a therapist. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in spiritual community. I'm trying to learn these things and, and, and I'm, still floundering really a lot of the time. And, and he's, you know, he's more business and work and family man. And I don't think he's putting a lot of attention on all this kind of stuff. So I think, and plus he's male and that I, I just think, wow, for him, it's probably the discomfort level is probably magnified. Like he doesn't know how to do what he wants to do and how to communicate what he wants to communicate. So anyway, this has helped me have compassion for myself and for um, others so that's one thing, and I don't know if that will help you. I mean, who knows what was going on for all the other people at that moment when you're when that was mentioned and how it was mentioned, and these are the kinds of things I start to think of. I don't know what was going on for the other person. I mean, did they even hear it? Uh, had something been said previously that had triggered them, so they were all involved in their own thought processes, so they couldn't even be present and maybe totally missed it? You know, things like that, I wonder. Um But the other thing I'm finding is helping me a lot when I'm dealing with these um, really difficult, painful places. Um, Super important for me is to remind myself, like A Course in Miracles says, I mean, just all the time I am as God created me, who I am. I am a being of mind and spirit. I'm not a body. I'm not an ego. Neither are they. We are one. We are all really holy, perfect, pure shafts of brilliant, radiant light and love. And that's what's real, and that's what I remind myself what I really want. I really want to know who I am and who they are. And I really want to see love and holiness and know and experience our oneness, um, because I know for myself, I'm just getting clearer and clearer. When I'm coming from my ego, I'm 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 looking out on the world and I'm I, I'm making all sorts of problems and chaos and things to come up against and obstacles and and then, when I'm coming from my true self, um, then there's just the oneness and the love and 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 the apparent you know the all the appearances of all these other things I realize aren't very substantial. they're like the clouds, right? They're like the. I just have to remind myself who I am, who they are, what's real, what do I want, what do I want and 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 get back in touch with um with that so th- those are things that I'm using in similar types of situations in my life and and then the other thing I wanted to say that's helping me a ton is every time like something like this comes up like like this has come up for you, I'm really grateful because i'm like. Oh wow. I mean, you thought it was gone. You thought you dealt with it. And it's not gone because it came up and it's bothering you. And so I'm so grateful because I'm like one more place to clear and cleanse and purify my mind so I don't have this pain that otherwise it's there and I'm unaware of it. And it's, um, it's coming up for healing. And how great. I, I want to heal. And, and so it's, it's really good news. It's uncomfortable, but I asked for healing. I want healing. I got to become aware of this stuff in order to heal it and i'm just jennifer said over and over you know welcome the challenges see them as blessings and I'm, i'm practicing that a lot it's helping me have so much joy because every time something comes up that looks unpleasant or or isn't what i want i try really quick to remind myself it's coming up for healing. So I'm grateful and there's a blessing in it. And I'm going to claim it and I'm going to look for it. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to help me find the blessing. And, and it's always there. Um, so anyway, that's my two cents.
5: I, I'm, you said so much. I'm trying to uh, repeat back what you said. And, uh, <laughs> well, sorry. Um,
4: <laughs> the last part.
5: I got the last part about being grateful and coming, um, seeing it as an opportunity for healing and a blessing, and that part I got.
3: Okay. The,
5: the other part, I, all I got was something about um, stepping out of ego. Um, okay. That was okay. all I was able. I'm
0: sorry, to. I, did, I shared too much, but but it's. I find I, I I am greatly helped when I stop and remind myself who I am. And who they are and what is real. So I I use the uh, course in miracles lesson, but you could say it any way you want. So I I just remind myself I am as God created me. Yeah,
5: Jesus had me go back. I went back to the workbook lesson, just one number one today, and just you know like the chair means nothing. This means nothing. So like just so my I put my interpretation on what happened and um, but there's a theme to me of feeling like not valued. And I had a similar experience one time where like like people were me- announcing different things and like had just graduated from graduate school and I worked my way for graduate school like with three jobs and and um, it was, a, I worked really hard and like no one said anything and then someone else mentioned like someone else had just finished some classes they had taken and people applauded for that. And like, I had the same feeling, like, of just like, I was like, huh? I just like, I almost like jealousy, but like, just like hurt. Like how come they're parting for them and not for me? And like, it was just um very um hurtful. Um And so when you said that, you know, I'm, it, it's a lot of situations I'm leaving because I don't feel valued or respected and, and um, so, yeah, I want to go today and with an open heart, but I have to forgive um, before I I do that. um, Yeah.
3: So Scott is, uh, when you go to these dinners, that is your opportunity to feel the love from parents. It's a demonstration of love for you. And the love language is, right yeah so i understand exactly how you're yeah. feeling
5: yeah. well the, the, the whole that's reason the i'm leaving oh. yeah it'd be the same for me so
3: yeah
5: yeah the reason i'm leaving my wife is i don't feel loved she she can't speak the language that i need to be loved in. but she well that's one of the things you know she i know she loves me but she just doesn't love me in the way that I need to be loved. And Have you
3: both taken that little love language, that five love language uh, test to see how, what, how you like to be loved?
5: Yeah. Um. She didn't take it, but I, I took it and I, 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 I knew based on what she tells me, she, she, she wants like acts of service and um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I need touch and um, words of affirmation, but every time I ask for it, she's like, well, I don't need it. And I'm like, but I need it. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. And I yeah. spend hours giving her all those acts of service and just not feeling reciprocated. So, I, All these I, things seem connected. Yeah. You know.
3: I'm in a similar situation with my spouse. I, fo- I kind of have the feeling that I'm pitting this out, even though it may not come back from her, it comes back. It's opening my heart to the whole universe. If we're all one in this, Mm -hmm. pitting it out, even if it doesn't come back through her, it comes back through somebody else. And so I know just being the love, even though it's not reciprocated, it's not painful anymore. Knowing that, you know, we are this one huge body and uh the spiritual body and knowing that the love i put out comes out in unexpected ways sometimes the grocery store lines sometimes you meet somebody new and in my situation i just love to meet somebody new cause it's so hard to get out and um, so i just want to remind you I've, i i came to that conclusion here recently because as you know I'm, I'm in the same boat they don't come back you know from the person i put it to but i realize be the love that's what you're here for you know that's the course says you know that's your job you are here to be the love Mm -hmm. and um, it doesn't matter yeah it it comes from somebody else you know Um, Mm -hmm. maybe your next romantic interest will pop out of the woods because you are demonstrating your capacity to be that loving being you know so um, Mm -hmm. who knows the mystery of life, but uh that's my interpretation and and uh it's only to work two cents so you have to decide it's true uh but that's the truth I'm playing with right now for myself and uh, I'm letting uh Pan Grout talks about proved God, you know through experiments. Mm-hmm. Anybody guys read uh any of pan Grout's books? I highly advise you to look into her books, Ham Grout, G R O A T. Uh she's a, such a positive uplifting thing, and she puts a blog out every day. And right now she's been doing the course lessons as part of her blog. She's come from the science of mind perspective, but oh, they're just so beautiful. You can look every day. I I follow her blog every day, and uh it will it will help pick you up.
5: Great, thank <laughs> you.
3: Well, I don't know where I was going with that, so I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be quiet and let well, the next person. the
5: whole the whole thing reminded me of like giving to get, and um, instead of that, I just give and not worry if I'm gonna be getting back from that person. Her. Maybe maybe yeah. it'll come back another way, or maybe it won't. But
3: yeah. oh, it will come back. That's yeah. that's the thing is, I know it comes back.
5: But, but, but not, not from that, maybe not from your wife. Well, maybe you are, you are
3: impacting her in different ways and right. you know, the Holy Spirit has a plan for you. And, mm-hmm. but this is an opportunity for us to open our hearts and know that you just pitch your love out there and it will come back from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe from the guy at the coffee store will be, you mm-hmm. know, very whatever, or the next person you meet, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Mystery of life. Yes. But that's my experiment right now with Pam Grout. So when you read her book, she's all about doing experiments to prove God, as Jennifer talks about, too. And she's very miracle-minded and very course-oriented, so you will like. Okay. Um, my commercial is done now.
5: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You sold me. It was very good. Uh,
3: all right, I got a sale here. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks.
5: Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm I'm complete with um all of this. Thank you, everyone. You um.
3: And thank you, Scott, for bringing this issue up. It was helpful for me too.
5: Very right? oh good. I'm glad.
3: And Ronnie's answers were incredibly helpful to be to hear. You know, it was. Just back listening, crazy as well. Everybody was, you know, it was you know, the benefits were shared. Thank you, thank you all. Yes, thank
5: thank you, thank thank you, thank you everyone.
0: Yeah.
5: everyone's answer was very helpful to me. Thank you. I'm very grateful for everyone's time. Thank you so much.
1: I'm pushed to say this, but four years ago I was wanting to divorce my husband because he didn't love me the way I felt he needed to be loving me. And, uh, that's when I went into Al Anon. And Al Anon, it was like I had to really look at myself. It was very painful to have to really dig in there. Look at my part in all the situations I'm in. What's my part? And um, like I said, it was painful, but it was worth it. It was worth having to really do that digging and looking at myself. And I could say now I'm still married to him. And it's such a, a so much better relationship. It's a happier relationship. It's I mean, it's just so, so, so much better. The thought of divorce is not even even there. And one of the things was that's he's somebody I went to for validation, not just him, but you know other people too, but validation comes from one place and one place only, and it's it's God, it's spirit that's where we get our validation
5: i'm I'm sorry that my connection got bad, so I couldn't hear where the one place was
1: God, spirit, yeah. yeah. Inside
3: us Ronnie, I've uh, had somewhat of a, the opposite experience. The more I have changed with the course of miracles and become less of an egotist and moved in that direction, uh, the relationship with uh, my spouse has sort of went further Catawampus because uh and when she gets in a rage you know she really belittles my work and i don't take it personally i know that you know these are all cries for hope help and her you know cries for love cries for attention um uh, so i just uh i'm hopeful that divorce will not be in my future i don't think it's a solution um I don't want to repeat that lesson as I've done many times in the past. And uh, thank you for what you had to say. Keep digging deeper into our own hearts knowing that we change the world through our own healing. Um, I wanted to share something before I go much further. Just your thoughts brought this up. Um, I spend a lot of time Trying to manage all these physical symptoms, you know, you know, paralysis, uh, numbness, spasms, and the like. And, um, so I've started to read this every day because this preoccupation is not helpful. And this is sort of a little taking from the workbook lessons 135. 136 and 137 and from there i I wrote the body is not real find the thoughts in your mind that you perceive as yourself as weak fragile alone separate from god separate from others separate from yourself and correct those thoughts and replace them with the truth what could be easier? The body is in no need of healing. Only the thoughts that think it is a body are in need of healing. And so that's my kind of my daily mantra now, as I remind myself, even as I take pills and remedies and herbs and things, I've got to work on the thoughts and let them go. Just wanted to share that. Thank you. I don't know if anybody else struggles with this along these same Same lines, lines, but but, um, if you do, that's where I'm... I seem to be having a master class in my own body with this right now. So thank you all. Thank
0: you for sharing that. And I love your joy and your chuckling and your laughter today while you're sharing this. It's even Scott smiling. Everybody's smiling. Those of you who are listening, everybody's smiling. It's really beautiful. There's a joy here. Um, But yeah, I've, I've, I'm dealing with health issues and I'm grateful to have had a, a lot of improvement and, but i'm I'm glad you're bringing this up because we're reading this book and um and and uh even the class last week i mean i've been um thinking a lot about sickness as a defense against the truth as well as any other kind of limitation lack whatever all those things and um uh, just I'm becoming more aware of how I've been doing a great battle with God about who I am. Am I you know, am I are we who God created us to be? Or or am I who I'm making myself to be, you know, and I've been putting up this big fight. No God, I'm sick and I don't have enough energy and I've got this limitation and I've got that lack and you know, you're all wrong and I'm right and <laughs> I've decided I'm exhausted. I just I just don't wanna do it anymore. Um and 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 so, Rand, I do think I, I have to those are other things that I also have to constantly remind myself, constantly, I'm not a body. And I love this book because it puts it in a, a just a fresh way. It's the same thing, really. A fresh yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna buy into that and I'm watching my mind, all these beliefs that pop up about aging or this gonna hurt me or that threat or or you know, this horrible possibility, and I I'm just catching and going, nope, nope, not buying into that. I'm not a body, so thank you for sharing that i'm um, I'm still addressing health issues also, and I'm really excited actually to be learning from this book and putting it together with what's already in a course in miracles and and seeing progress and um I'm using it a lot the canceling of thoughts or the stepping away from the mistaken beliefs as I see them come up and then just really very quickly saying, no, I don't want that thought. And instead, and I put my mind on a thought that's, you know, of course, in miracle's passage or an affirmation or, you know, something that I found somewhere and I've got them plastered everywhere so that if I can't come up with a positive thought, I just need to look on a wall and I'll find one (laughs) If <laughs> you know, my, my ego's got me really hooked, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. there's a positive thought staring me right in the face. I'll pick that one. You know, that's better than the other one I was entertaining briefly. And, um, you know, I try to not let them germinate at all. Like, notice them as fast as i can and stop them like i don't want to go on that path that 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 leads me down to feelings that are you know miserable basically miserable so i'm finding it's a way to love myself and and i'm so glad you're doing that too because you're dealing with some big opportunities for healing challenges (laughs)
3: yeah yeah, but we point out, we, you know, we are to heal our minds of those thoughts. That's David was trying to, David Hawkins trying to explain to us.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's also we'll wake up. It's also we'll. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've ignored a whole lot of stuff for a very long time and just keep on trying to plow through my ego-based life. And and I guess the challenges get bigger and bigger until we can't ignore them anymore and we have to confront our awakening and he talks about 12 step and addicts that that's what that's about for them too it's about a bottoming out it's all for the purpose of awakening so it's all for love i
3: just yeah
0: yeah thank you you remember
3: remember, uh, back in the day when they had the bob newhart show on (laughs) does anybody remember that old enough to remember i do i do Remember Bob had this, this one, uh, um, show where he says, well, I've got this new treatment and it just takes five minutes. And the person would start talking about it and he'd say, stop.
5: Yes, stop I saw that.
3: that. Stop. Stop, stop it.
5: Stop,
3: stop, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> this is what it reminds me when we're thinking these thoughts and, uh, that's in there. Stop thinking it and let it go. Move on. <laughs> oh shoot. Sandy, you're not getting through. We're not hearing you when you're talking. Is your microphone on? Still can't hear you, Sandy. No, still still no sound. Looks like she's going to jump out and jump back in. That might work. First role of technology is turn your computer off, plug it back in, turn it back on. Most things.
5: <laughs> oh shoot! I saw the Bob Newhart. Uh, that was really funny. He would yeah. tell every client, "Just stop it! Whatever problem they had, stop it!"
3: I bet you it's on YouTube somewhere. We should. Probably yeah find that little link and uh, put it up
5: there somewhere and that's looking to stop it and it was so funny because he had OCD with uh, washing his hands and that one he said oh that's okay but <laughs> everything else he told him to stop <laughs> oh, he's
3: still around he's pretty old but he's still around he's funny yeah I live in the grass seed capital of America, so the pollen count for grass seed is off the charts. High is considered a hundred and right now it's at 600. So wow. everyone's eyes are <laughs> watering. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be over soon. Two week process. Sandy's back. Let's see if we get some audio from her. I think she's got something to say. Sandy's still no audio. Can't hear you.
0: Could she call in on the phone and have hey, the ladies. sound come through? Yeah. To, oh.
3: Why don't you call in on the phone and see if that?
2: Okay.
0: Works. Oh, there. You're
2: back. Now we can hear yeah. you. Yeah. Somehow, I, I I joined via phone initially. Now I lost my Zoom window. Um. And then I switched over. There we go. So, c- can you hear me? Yes. Hi. So anyway, um, thank you everybody for your shares. Um, I've really enjoyed. This will be one I go back and listen to. But um, I was saying I was saying to Rand about the Bob Newhart video. I just saw it for the first time on Facebook. Someone posted it, um, and if you're interested, I can share it to our group. But it is, it's Good. hysterical. It's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Five minute cure, and uh, oh, I'm afraid of being buried alive in a box. (laughs) And he says, I have a very simple cure. Stop it! Just stop thinking that. (laughs) That's a reminder. I went, um, when you were talking about. I don't know who it was, Rand or Tracy. I, I actually went to get the David Hawkins book. I had it by my bed. Like we were talking last week, I carry it around from, from room to room with me. But <laughs> And I have it on page 50 and 51. I have it bookmarked, so, but I really need to write this down so I remember to say it. But it's like it, it says, I cancel any belief in, in whatever, whatever it is. And I am subject only to that which I hold in mind. I am an infinite being, and in truth, I am not subject to that. And this is a fact. And to me, it's there's there's I there's a miracle there. And I'm not a course student per se, like like many of you are, but I I'm picking. Like they say in the 12-step meetings, I'm taking what works for me, leaving the rest. But that, in some of my meditations, when I can really get to, I'm sort of calling it the zero state. To me, that's the same thing. Cancelling, being in that infinite field where there's only light and expansion and openness. When I can get there, I don't want to leave. (laughs) Of course, I can't stay in my bed 24 hours a day. If I could, I probably would. Uh, But say, okay, can I take this with me into my day? Can I access this, this infinite consciousness where I've canceled any identification in mind with that which is not true? And just remind myself of who I am and who you are. Um, So that was that. And the other thing for you, Scott, I, I wanted to say the, the um, divine experiment prayer, because I think, for me, that's helpful to say, for you to say, bless this situation, may all concern be blessed in all areas of their life. May all conflict be resolved and only love revealed. I am one with all concerned and I am grateful. May All beings benefit from this prayer, and so it is. Amen. When I remember to do that, when I feel in a conflicted situation, um, that helps me calm down and, and get back to my heart. And I have a—I have a—a a situation. I won't go into all the details, but it has to do with an investment and. There are a lot of people involved in this where we gave money. We're supposed to get money back over time. We're not now getting that money back, but the people we gave it to still have it. So there's all kinds of sides and many people concerned. And it's very gnarly and very complicated. It's going to take a long time to resolve. So when I get upset about that, I I say that prayer for, for everyone anyway
5: my two cents thank you sandy um, Rand I just wanted to um when when uh, when you were talking about um the pollen count that just reminded me of something um in the uh David Hawkins book and what sandy would just saying about like he mentioned like like two people could both be exposed to say a cold virus but one person will get it and one person won't and um um i remember a colleague telling me like after i I had gotten myself sick and my colleague said oh scott you got me sick and i wanted to say to her because i was reading the book no you you got your you sick because you believed in that but i think even with the the pollen count, even it being 600, it's still possible to cancel the belief that the the pollen is is gonna make me a, allergic. Because I'm, I I still currently believe that I'm allergic to pollen. But if I was in that situation, I would really work on for myself that the belief that the pollen is making me allergic, right? Because, because he had been so, David Hawkins had been so allergic, like he, the only thing he could eat out was like lettuce or something. And then one by one, he was able to, you know, um, do things. So like, I've been trying that with pizza, like, cause I'm lactose. And I, I had the belief that I was lactose tolerant. So I was able to eat a one piece and still be okay. And, um and then I tried it with um ice cream. And I wasn't okay. So I have to still keep working on it. But um, so um, um, anyway, I was just, it, that's what it brought up for me. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: I'm very helpful. I want to ask just a practical question here. It's so beautiful. I hate to interrupt the flow, but... I've been trying to go back and listen to some of the, of these um, course community calls that I've missed and I can't find them anywhere. I, I, for a while, I was able to get them on the podcast, but it seems like the podcasts that I've been looking stopped in April and I missed ones in May. And I'm wondering if anybody knows anything. I, 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 if you don't all, I'll do what I should have already done, which is email Jennifer and Angela to to help me. But, um, but, but while you're all here, I thought somebody here might know I, um, I'm i having to miss some sessions right now to get the things done that I need to get done. And I'm counting on being able to usually go back and listen before the next call. And, and, and I haven't been able to do that. And, and so I've ended up missing. I mean, some people have referred back to very important calls and what was said. And I just feel like I'm you know normally I'd be up to speed so I'd know what everybody's talking about and I don't so that didn't happen today we were on you know just talking about what we're talking about today but um people I'm sure that's going to happen so does anybody know
2: I just looked in my podcast and I have May so they're they're yeah. definitely there
0: okay well I've been checking I'll check again thank you Sandy that's helpful Okay, good to know they're there. So if they're, they're not there. there, yeah, it, maybe if they're not there. It's something wrong on my yeah. end. Okay, maybe that's what's going on. I'll need some help. Thank you,
2: Tracy.
4: Sometimes my podcast doesn't refresh on its own, so I have to manually refresh it to get the new episodes to show up. Um,
0: How do you do that? Is that we is could
4: like, oh. we could take uh I could um we could do like an email afterwards okay. to. Check out what platform you're using and all that.
0: I'll check yeah. first and see if they're, you know, have showed up and and try a few things. And I'll get back to you if I need help. Thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot.
4: Yeah, Sandy Scott, Randy, Ronnie, Tracy, everyone. Thank you. Um, so nice to be here with you all on this Saturday afternoon. Um, I was thinking about what, what to share. And, uh, I definitely use the David Hawkins book on the allergies this year, uh, a lot, especially because as I'm canceling it, I'll be like, I'm an infinite being of love and light. I withdraw my belief from allergies. I'm not subject to it. I used to believe that I was, but I'm not anymore. And I give this belief to spirit and I'll feel that belief being like lifted from me. And then like two seconds later, somebody like over there will start like complaining about the allergies. <laughs> I have to be like, cancel again, cancel. <laughs> and uh, for a while, it was pretty exhausting to notice how, how much, um, fear-based beliefs i absorbed over the course of my lifetime and especially when it comes to what could potentially be harmful to your body um it's just so like everywhere in in my in my world (laughs) says a lot about like where this is you know um but and i as i was like canceling each belief or doing my best to cancel each belief because it's like just so nonstop. Um, I could also remember, almost remember the exact moment when I first believed in that or was first introduced to the concept of that sickness or like seeing that somebody else had it or somebody else talking about it. And then all of a sudden, like I hear another person talking about it and then like the belief is getting reinforced in my mind that, Oh my God, this is something I need to watch out for. I need to be careful, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is not to like, place the blame on anybody in my surrounding for like placing that belief in me. But um, it's just so fascinating how all these things that we really just don't even question and just think it's true just because we saw it somewhere, just because somebody else told me about it, just because like expert wrote it on a book and published it or all these scientific evidence says so. Um, but at the end of the day, they're all beliefs. And like the mind is just so powerful that if you believe that it's true, that becomes your experience. And this is not to deny like any of our experience with all these, um, physical challenges. Um, but it's just, uh, I feel like my world is kind of being dismantled as I speak. And it's a very, I wish it was like a very elating, happy feeling, but most of the time it's very disorienting and terrifying and confusing. Um, And so I've been having bouts of those, like, disorienting, like, what is going on, feeling too, like, but I'll also have, like, bursts of joy where I realize, like, all these things that I thought were, like, inescapable and terrifying and annoying and pervasive and, like, it's getting a hold of my life. I just catch it and realize, oh, my God, that's a belief too. I can't let that go too. Oh, my God. And then, like, so happy and joyful in that moment. I want to, like, skip down the street because I'm so happy that i realized it was just a belief and i i gave it the power um and then there'll be other days where i really feel like the belief is just like really taking over me and i'm so tired of trying to cancel it and i'm like i thought i was really happy yesterday what happened um so my experience is that this waking up process is can be very um like a roller coaster ride that's spiraling that It's not linear it's not like I did this much forgiveness work last year so then this year I get to just keep going on this straight upward trajectory with you know less and less challenges and no more triggers and no old habits (laughs) it's just not not my experience so um going back to what Tracy said about um being pain that we sometimes react to certain triggers and, um, we just don't know how to act lovingly in that moment or don't remember to ask and, uh, we beat ourselves up afterwards. I, I'm really feeling that, um, self-love and compassion is so important as my, my dear Ronnie reminds me all the time. Um, and, uh, Scott, I had a thought that uh, when I'm feeling triggered and there's like a recurrent trigger that just, you know, just comes up repeatedly and it just seems so petty from like, if you look at it objectively, but then it's just, it just comes up and I find myself being triggered and I'm learning that if I'm, being triggered yet again, there's a very good reason that I am that that's happening and that my small self has a very good reason to, to kick and scream about this trigger because something very painful happened in the past or some very painful thought um, came across and I decided to believe in it. And, uh, and I used to just want to do the spiritual bypass and kind of, like, not even look at it and just give the whole thing over to spirit, which works in, like, many instances. But um, I would do it from a place of, oh, it's that trigger again. Please take it away, you know. Um, and I am feel like I'm being signaled to, like, just Turn within and get in touch with that part of me who's so hurt and feels so deprived of love that the smallest thing that somebody says or does, like, really just sends me off flying to that place of um, nobody loves me, nobody cares about me. Um, and so, once I'm able to, like, say hello to that part of myself and assure it that I'm here for I'm here for her and that even if nobody wants to celebrate my birthday, I will celebrate with you. I'll be there for you. Even if like the entire world criticizes you shuns you like everything, I, I will still be there with you for you. Um, and so when I'm able to do that, then it opens up, the space in my mind to then begin to forgive other people um, and also recognize that they're also doing their best and uh, whatever I wanted them to do in that moment, it was literally impossible for them to do it because they didn't do it. With the awareness they had, it was impossible for them to do what I wanted them to do. So I'm just grateful to have this um, supportive place where we could talk about whatever's going on inside us and uh, have another opportunity to. Practice love and compassion for ourselves and for each other. Thank
5: you. I, I like what you said that with the awareness that they had, it would be impossible for them to do what I wanted them to do. That that really resonates with me.
4: Yeah, and that realization came to me in a yoga studio. Um, where I was on the elevator going up to the studio and there were two people with yoga mats and I knew they were going to the same studio and they were talking to each other. And one of them just like straight, like bumped into me with their yoga mat and just like walked right out the elevator without saying anything. And Oh my God, the judgments that flew in my head that moment, like especially when they're supposed to be these like spiritual people. (laughs) And, uh, and I was, like, really triggered. I was like, oh, like, what? They're so unaware and rude and, like, they think yoga is spiritual, but they don't know nothing about yoga. Is about. <laughs> and uh, and later, as I was, like, you know, getting changing, getting ready to go into the studio, I had the realization, oh, my God, it was literally impossible for her in that moment to even register that she had bumped into me. Or even if she did register it, it was impossible for her to, like, acknowledge me or verbalize, you know, anything to me. That's just where her awareness was. And if I think about when I'm not being aware, um, like, my best friend could just, like, walk next to me and I would not see her, right? Like, that that has happened to me before. So it's just, <laughs> just another way, a way, uh, tool to help us realize, like, to not take things personally, even if you so
1: want to take it personally.
4: Yeah.
5: In your situation, it seems very clear. With the Like, I've had people bump into me. They didn't realize. You know, they just didn't realize it was like their backpack bumped into me and they didn't even realize it. But with my situation, I have to really look more um, uh, at how it applies.
1: Love, love, love your share, Rieko. Thank you. (laughs) It's great when we can laugh at ourselves. I'm pretty entertained by my
4: judgments these days.
1: Before the call, I was listening to some music uh, that I want to share. Jason Mraz, R- M-R-A-Z, Jason. And one of his songs is Living in the Moment that I really, really love. And the other one that I'm really starting to love is uh, 98 Million Miles. I think it's called 98 Million Miles. And I really love that one too. So check them out. <laughs> Spell his name again, please. M R A Z? M R. No vowel in there. M R A. Yeah, M R A Z. Okay. Jason.
0: I checked out that other song you recommended, that happy song. Oh boy, that was a lot of fun.
1: And that, that is from William. Is anybody else? Who's that? Uh, Parnell Williams, happy song. Is that the one? Because there's another one, too, that's called Be Happy. What was the other one's name? Um, I think it was Parnell. Yeah, Parnell is the one that yeah, I listened to that today, too. I like to dance to that one.
0: I think that's the one that yeah. I checked out. Ronnie has uh, great suggestions for music and joy. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of fun dancing to that song.
1: <laughs> so Jason has an album called Love out there. From 2012, so it's been around for a long time, and 93 million miles. I just really listened to the words. I just really love that one, too. It just,
0: <laughs> I just want to share one more thing. Ryukka, thank you so much for your share, and I, f- I feel like some of what you shared just – we're learning so many of the same things and it, it helps to hear from everybody how they put it into words. And um, and so this comes around to, well, Scott, what you're dealing with, but pretty much what all of us are dealing with, I think, that I'm learning about is to also look at um, what I'm perceiving in my world and, and how might it be something for me to learn about how I'm treating myself internally. So so an example of this is that my my brother – um you know i put out I put out an email to my siblings that I love them, and i hadn 't expressed that in a while and I wanted to express that and inviting them to consider working with somebody that might help us with our conflict anyway uh, The next communication i've had back from my brother was something that he sent to the attorney and um and in that letter he he used the word demand I demand that tracy blah 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 and that's, that 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 's just part of it, you know. Um, but that's what I experienced from him. And so, um, so, so on this note of what can I learn from what's coming from outside of me about what I'm doing to myself and others, I recognized from that, I mean, it took me a while, but it, I, again, asking the Holy Spirit to help me see what I'm supposed to see in this. I recognized two things, okay, that I'm demanding a lot of myself in a way that's not loving all the time pressuring myself through my days in, in ways that aren't loving. And um, so it's helped me look at how I am already demanding of myself and I'm projecting this out on my brother and it's coming back at me in this big, bold color so I can see it and heal it. And then I'm also recognizing how I'm demanding of him and kind of this ties in a lot, Rieko, with what you just shared, because I'm demanding, I've wanted my brother and my sister to be at a level of awareness that they are not at yet. And to demand of them that they be something that they are not is very unloving. And I'm doing that to myself. So I can be grateful for my brother using that very strong word because it got my attention and it's helping me to see some of the lack of love in myself towards others, reflecting back from others to me and that's part of Rico what, what you're sharing there too um it is really great to start to see how everything that i think i see out there is potentially something for me to learn if i'll want to learn it so yeah
4: beautiful tracy thank you and thank you for the reminder to be grateful for for everything um
5: yeah. thank you everyone everything everyone said was uh extremely helpful and um very wise I, I really sometimes i have trouble expressing my emotions but i'm really grateful and thank you everyone from my heart
1: Bye, Rand. Should we pray out so you can stay with us? Sure. Well, is it okay with everybody? Yeah. Cindy, I really appreciated your share, too. Everybody, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes, thank you, everyone. really appreciate all the insights and the healing and the learning. Same here. Thank you.
4: Who would like to pray out?
3: Gracie, you're muted over there.
0: I was pointing at Rieko. Oh, you're pointing at me? Okay. <laughs> on my screen. I don't know. Oh, okay, my and okay. <laughs> other people's screens.
4: Okay. All right. I'll be happy to. Thank you. Um, okay. Placing our hand on our heart and taking a deep breath together in love and gratitude. We're so grateful for this amazing sacred space of unconditional love, of non-judgment, where we can hold each other in our hearts and behold the light of truth in each other. We're so grateful to let go of any and all false beliefs that do not serve us, all blocks to love, any and all arguments about what should be wanting things to be different, wanting other people to be different, wanting ourselves to be different. We let go of any attempts to fix or improve ourselves or anyone, and we gratefully acknowledge our wholeness, our lovingness, our innocence, our beauty, and vow to do the same for everyone in our life. We're grateful for all that's coming up for healing. We're grateful to be able to notice the blessings encoded in each of our challenges. We're grateful for every opportunity to let go of another false belief, another block to love. And we're grateful that no matter how disorienting, confusing, or tumultuous sometimes our journey may appear, we're being led and guided every step of the way. We're so happy to share the benefits of our healing with all beings who are one with us. We're grateful to remember that when we're healed, we're not healed alone. Every single being, every single person across the entire universe is being healed alongside us. It's being uplifted alongside us. And with so much gratitude, we let it be and know it is done. And so it is. Amen.
5: Amen,
3: Thank you all.
0: Thank you all. Thanks.
1: Have a great week. Thank you. Great
3: week, everybody.
1: Thank you. Bye.
3: Bye. Everyone, practice forgiveness.
1: (laughs) Homework. (laughs) Homework.
3: Yeah, there you go. Practice forgiveness. See y'all. Bye. Bye.